You're listening to a podcast from RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. And now. It's time for the exclusive Mr. Nelson news coverage of the final State of the Union address from President Barack Obama. Mr. Speaker, the President of the United States. Members of Congress, I have the high privilege and the distinct honor of presenting to you the President of the United States. Yeah, the other guy already said that. What? Ugh. Ugh. Oh, boy. You know, this is probably the most work that uh, Congress and uh, Washington, D.C. as a whole does. <laughs> Working those hands, clapping this guy. Thank you very much. You sure know how to applaud an empty suit. Thank you. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of Congress, my fellow Americans. Tonight marks the eighth year that I've come here to report on the State of the Union. Yeah. And for this final one, I'm going to try to make it a little shorter. Ah, thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of you answered to get back to Iowa. (laughs) Oh. Got to burn some ethanol. I've been there. I'll be shaking hands afterwards if you want some tips. That's okay. Uh, I understand that because it's an election season, expectations for what we will achieve this year are low. Yeah. Uh, But, Mr. Speaker, I appreciate the constructive approach that you and other leaders took at the end of last year to pass a budget. Yeah, I'm glad you grabbed your ankles like that. I hope we can work together this year on some bipartisan priorities, like criminal justice reform and helping... And Let's take guns away from innocent people. Who knows? We might surprise the cynics again. <laughs> but tonight, I want to go easy on the traditional list of proposals for the year ahead. Sure. Don't worry, I've got plenty. <laughs> from helping students learn to write computer code to personalizing medical treatments for patients. Okay. And I will keep pushing for progress on the work that I believe still needs to be done. I Fixing bet. a broken immigration system. Yeah, we need laws. Protecting our kids from gun violence. Yeah. Equal pay for equal work. Sure. Paid leave. What work? <laughs> Raising the minimum wage. All these things, all these things still matter to hardworking families. <gasps> They're still the right thing to do. And I won't let up until they well, get Well, jobs done. matter too, but, well... But for my final address to this chamber, yes, yes. I don't want to just talk about next year. 
Good thing. I want to focus on the next five years. What? The next ten years. And beyond. The future. I want to focus on our future. See? We live in a time of extraordinary change. Unfortunately. Change that's reshaping the way we live, the way we work, our planet, our place in the world. It's change that promises amazing medical breakthroughs, but also economic disruptions that strain working families. Those medical breakthroughs cost a lot more it thanks to your regulations, huh? for girls in the most remote villages, but also connects terrorists plotting an ocean away. Terrorists? It's change that can broaden but I thought you solved that. Or widen inequality. Uh -huh. And whether we like it or not, the pace of this change will only accelerate. <laughs> Our unique strengths as a nation, our optimism and work ethic, our spirit of discovery, our diversity, our commitment to rule of law, <laughs> these things give us everything we need to ensure prosperity and security for generations to come. In fact, it's in that spirit that we have made progress these past seven years. That's how we recovered from the worst economic crisis in generations. That's how we reformed our healthcare system and reinvented our energy system. Yes, by making it more expensive. <laughs> by the way, if, it's a, if it is an Affordable Care Act, why do you need to subsidize something that's affordable? That's how, that's, how we, that's how we delivered more care and benefits to our troops coming home and our veterans. <laughs> yes, by putting them on secret wait lists so they could wait for months that's for care that we... never came and then die. And then we gave bonuses to the very bureaucrats who cooked the books. Ho, 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 ho. Man, the that's, balls on this guy. That's how we secured the freedom in every state to marry the person we love. No, the Supreme Court did that. And although I may agree with the outcome, that wasn't the right way to do it. That's not rule of law. That's just rule. But... But such progress is not inevitable. It's the result of choices we make. Again, that's together. not choice, that's force. And we face it was supposedly a gain of right. one right at the expense of Will many others. To the changes of our time, with fear, turning inward as a nation, Turning against each other as you a You mean people? we're going to stop demonizing people who cling to their God and their with guns? Confidence in who we are in what we stand for, and the incredible things that we can do together. So let's talk about the future. You mean the future without and you? four big questions that I believe we as a country have to answer. First, how do we give everyone a fair shot at opportunity and security in this new economy? We move on without you. Second, how do we make technology work for us and not against us, especially when it comes to solving urgent challenges like climate change? You realize that climate changes because it's supposed to. And again, we move on without Third, you. How do we keep America safe and lead the world without becoming its policeman? We achieve victory and then move on without you. 
And finally, how can we make our politics reflect what's best in us and not what's worse? Wow, batting a thousand. Yes, once again, we move on without you. Let me start with the economy and a basic fact. The United States of America, right now, has the strongest, most durable economy in the world. Because all the other economies are collapsing under socialism. We're in the middle of the longest streak of private sector job creation in history. Yes, part-time and temporary jobs, thanks to ACA mandates, among other regulations. More than 14 million new jobs. Again, part-time and temporary job jobs. Since the 1990s. 90 million and Americans remain unemployed. Our auto industry just had its best year ever. Yes, that's because OPEC's manipulating the gas prices in a desperate attempt to counter fracking in the natural gas industry. That's just part of a manufacturing surge that's created nearly 900,000 new jobs in the past six years. And we've done all this while cutting our deficits by almost three quarters. By raising taxes even as our tax base shrinks. Anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is, is telling the fiction. truth. Now, what is true, and the reason that a lot of Americans feel anxious, is because you're still in power. The economy has been changing in profound ways. Today, technology doesn't just replace jobs on the assembly The line, robots are coming to take our jobs. But They're becoming self-aware. can be automated. Companies in a global economy can locate anywhere. Because you taxed and regulated them out of the country, making business here cost prohibitive. Less leverage for a raise. Companies have less loyalty to their communities. And more and more wealth and income is concentrated at the very top. And by top, he means Washington, D.C. For the past seven years, our goal has been a growing economy that also works better for everybody. <laughs> We've made progress, but we need to make more. And despite all the political arguments that we've had these past few years, there are actually some areas where Americans broadly agree. We agree that real opportunity requires every American to get the education and training they need to land a good paying job. The bipartisan reform of No Child Left Behind was an important start. And together we've increased early childhood education. Lifted high school graduation rates to new highs. They can't read their diplomas, but, you know, Boosted whatever. graduates in fields like engineering. We should recruit and support more great teachers for our kids. So they can pay union dues that'll be funneled back into the DNC. And, and we have to make college affordable for every American. By shifting the burden to an ever-shrinking tax base, thereby making it even more expensive. Wait a minute. No hardworking student should be stuck in the red. We've already reduced student loan payments by, uh, to 10% of a borrower's income. Through magic. But now we've actually got to cut the cost of college. Then get out of it and let the market dictate. That'll lower the price. Providing two years of community college 
at no cost for every responsible student. Again, through magic. To do that. And I'm going to keep <laughs> fighting to get that started this year. It's the right thing to do. But a great education isn't all we need in this new economy. We also need benefits and protections that provide a basic measure of security. It's not too much of a stretch to say that some of the only people in America who are going to work the same job in the same place with a health and retirement package for 30 years are sitting in this chamber. Wow, he actually said something true. <laughs> for everyone else, especially folks in their 40s and 50s, saving for retirement. Yeah, we can't get an exemption from, from the ACA like you guys can. The laws Americans don't apply to you. At some point in their careers, in this new economy, they may have to retool. They may have to retrain. Retool. They They're going to get tooled. <laughs> well, they've already worked so hard to build in the process. Well, that's why Social Security sure and Medicare are more important than ever. We shouldn't weaken them. We should strengthen them. Well, you didn't. In fact, you took billions of dollars from Medicare to prop up your bullshit ACA. So. Not listening to you. And for Americans short of retirement, basic benefits should be just as mobile as everything else is today. That, by the way, is what the Affordable Care Act is all about. It's about filling the gaps in employer-based care oh, so that God. when you lose a job, it is or so you go back to that. school, or you strike out and launch that new business, You'll still have coverage. The last thing you want them to do is a new business. You penalize self-employed so people. Take and it from someone who process, knows. Uh, in the process. We interrupt this program to bring you these special Nelson News bulletins. CEO embezzled $500,000 for Palm Reader. Battle Creek, Michigan. The head of a southwestern Michigan mental health agency has learned his future. At least 32 months in prison for using public money to hire a fortune teller. Irvin Brinker was sentenced by a Lansing area judge Wednesday two months after pleading guilty to embezzlement and Medicaid fraud conspiracy. Brinker was CEO at Summit Point, a mental health organization in Battle Creek that serves people in five counties. He was accused of spending... $510,000 on a palm reader and her husband in Key West, Florida and concealing it from others. Wait, her husband? Why did he get the money? Anyway, the Attorney General's office says Brinker will pay double the amount as restitution and a civil penalty. A message seeking comment from his attorney wasn't immediately returned. Brinker will be eligible for parole after 32 months. CEO of a mental health organization, huh? Well, takes one to know one. And now news across the pond from our friends in jolly old England. He got a tattoo of a vacuum on his penis. Now life sucks. <laughs> when he was 16, he had a tattoo of a Henry the Hoover vacuum cleaner etched on his crotch. With his penis serving as the hose, there's also a cord with a plug that reaches all the way around to his ass. It was a hoot at first, he told the British TV program Body Shockers. But now, at age 21, not so much. Flint, as we will call him, attempted to have it removed 
with a laser, but couldn't stand the pain. Once fancying himself a local hero for his tat, Flint said Henry the Hoover is now cramping his style. I was with a girl recently, and I liked her. Things were going well, until we got naked, he said. When she saw it, she said, What's that? I'm off! I was gutted. I never thought I'd regret my tattoo when I got it done. Oh, well, let that be a lesson to you young people. Don't trash your junk. And now back in the States. Woman, allegedly stripped naked, punched customer at Waffle House. A Georgia woman is accused of ditching her clothes and unleashing a rampage at a Waffle House diner in Kennesaw. The accused stripped off all of her clothes in front of Waffle House staff and patrons during a suspected excited delirium state. Well, let's check her out and see what we got going on here. Huh? Let's see. Yeah, here she is. It's... Oh, God! Oh! <coughs> oh! 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 Oh, man. That's terrible. What a beast. Uh. Uh, uh, Jennifer Mary Nicholson allegedly punched another customer in the nose and heaved several platters at people in the restaurant on January 8th around 10.30pm. She's also accused of throwing a plate at a window. At press time, no comment from the window. Nicholson is charged with aggravated battery and criminal damage to property, simple assault, obstruction, simple battery, and public indecency. Yeah, put that in caps. I should throw the book at her for that one. Ugh. In other news of Waffle House misbehaving, two employees at an Arkansas location are recently fired after they were caught on camera using kitchen equipment to style their hair. Waffle House says it has fired two employees at one of its Arkansas restaurants after video emerged showing a worker dipping her hair into a pot of water in the restaurant's kitchen. Antonio Robinson tells Memphis, Tennessee television station WREG that his friend found hair in his food when they dined last week at a Waffle House in Forest City, about 90 miles east of Little Rock. Robinson says he watched one employee dipping her hair into the water pot on a stove in the restaurant's kitchen, then drying it with a towel. Robinson says he and his friend recorded the incident on their cell phones. Waffle House based in Norcross, Georgia, said in a statement it has fired the two employees and that the restaurant has since passed a state health department inspection. But this incident brings up commentary from our very own Lefty Turdington. Lefty? Thanks, Nelson. This is clearly an example of white privilege. This Antonio Robinson needs to check his white privilege. I mean, come on! There you are sitting with your silky straight hair, and then African Americans, especially women, have to suffer with not having it. How do you expect them to achieve those silky locks? No, you don't know what they're going through, so for you to complain like that is once again in total disregard from the privileged state that you exist in, thanks to your whiteness. Uh, Lefty, uh, Antonio Robertson in this particular story, um, is a black man. Oh, well, just because certain facts don't correspond for whatever scenario I might or may not pontificate upon doesn't really matter, because my overall narrative is essentially true, and I stand by my commentary. And that's commentary from Lefty. Thanks, Lefty. And then there's this. The building is on fire! Woman's epic retailing of apartment blaze goes viral! A woman 
who escaped a fire in her Tulsa, Oklahoma apartment building, has become a viral sensation this week thanks to her dramatic retailing of the harrowing event. My friend came to the door, she said, well, I was on the phone cooking me and my baby some breakfast. And she said, hey, something wrong, is popping. I said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. So the girl come downstairs, she come out her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. I said, no, what? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh, we ain't going to be in no fire. Not today. <laughs> man, that's gold. Yeah, I got this link courtesy of Huffington Post. Hey, Huffpo, so you like that kind of humor too, don't you? <laughs> Anyway, Michelle Devine's animated interview has spread like wildfire this week, racking up more than 3 million views on YouTube. Sunday's fire left more than 100 people without power or heat at the apartment complex, but many residents like Devine took the unfortunate event in stride. Yeah, no one cares about them because Devine's the star. Devine's interview, which has already undergone the auto-tune treatment, really? I'll have to find that one. Is reminiscent of a 2012 viral video that also features an Oklahoma woman after an apartment fire. That fire, featuring Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins, became famous for that woman's catchphrase, Ain't nobody got time for that! Ah, once again, a star is born. So now stay tuned for some important messages and then another exciting episode of Night Night. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Well, hello there. Do you like scary movies, but you don't want to watch them alone? Well, you can watch them with me. Yes, you head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. And you can get this classic. Frankenstein, yes. Dr. Victor Frankenstein, a closeted homosexual working in a castle on a remote Swiss island, attempts to create a perfect man. But his resultant creation turns out to be a murderous flatulent beast who must be destroyed. So he sends his girlfriend and young son to trap the monster. Also in this baggage deal is Flash Gordon Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe Chapter 3. Flash and his crew get caught in an avalanche while Dr. Zarkov is in an aerial dogfight with Ming's thugs. After that, Zarkov battles his own crew over the break room microwave. This film includes music by Kevin McLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson to order this today. That's S-E-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. So head over there and order Frankenstein today. Hey, I just came into my shake. How about yours? I did too. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? So, how do you, Sonic? On the Conti and Kenny show, you never know who's gonna show up. 
Speaking of let the guy do all the work, we got Doug Nelson on the phone. (laughs) Yes, yes. Well, Doug, do you want to uh, do the news real quick? Oh, boy, do I. Nice. (laughs) And now the news with Douglas Nelson. Yes. Student driver crashes car through front of driving school. (laughs) I I took my driving test basically with my cock out. I had no idea, but I wasn't. I was commando in, um, in course, shorts and uh, the zipper. My zi- my fly was down the entire time. I noticed it as we were starting the test, so I couldn't like take my hands off the wheel and zip my fly up. I'm sitting there taking the entire test, with my, basically with my cock out, Jeez. and it was a black woman. I got I got I got like a 97. Wow. Yeah, I, I I did really well. <laughs> Well, she must have thought you were quite I, I, large I, for a white guy. I've been driving since I was fourteen, but I didn't. I, I'm sitting no, there. No, and no, she just she never noticed it. <laughs> <laughs> Charming, aren't they? Yes, the surprises never cease on the Conti and Kenny Show. Follow them on Twitter at C and K Show, and for all other info about Conti and Kenny, go to theconteandkennyshow.com. I, uh, I read an article today. It said married men masturbate and go to hookers more than single men. Do you think that's true? Oh, yeah. Married women won't suck your dick unless you won the lottery. Wait. You don't think married people have oral sex? Why do you think women get married? They want kids. They ain't going to drink the kids. That's disgusting. Come on, honey. Do a shooter. Thank you. A new Disney film. Honey, I drank the kids. There's more on the other chick. All right. You don't got laid a lot. JFK. He got a lot of pussy. All right, now. JFK got a lot of pussy. I don't even know that. Our pal, the late, great Otto Peterson, is no longer with us. But his legacy of laughs lives on at autoandgeorge.com. There you can find his DVDs, T-shirts, and all things Otto and George at autoandgeorge.com. The Bob Levy Show supports Warrior Point, Inc. It was created to be the number one rallying point for any and all veterans who have honorably served this great nation. It does not matter whether you served your time during peacetime, wartime, or if you're still serving. If you served in the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, or National Guard, you are welcome as a member of Warrior Point. So join the ranks of Warrior Point to support one another and to help raise awareness of the issues you face as defenders of our great nation. Follow them on Twitter at WarriorPoint and friend them on Facebook and go to WarriorPoint.org. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Min, is gray hair sneaking up on you? Hey, it is sneaking up on me. Down hair toe. We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Wanir One Care. We just received word that Icarus Flight 1138 has been hijacked. It is currently circling the air above the uh, Cityopolis Airport. Uh, we understand that there is at least a ma- one man on board claiming to have a bomb. Uh, we do. We understand also that the authorities are in contact with the pilot. And the Air Force has sent F-16s to monitor the situation. They are currently circling the aircraft as well. Now, at this juncture, we find it inappropriate to jump to conclusions 
because this there's no way this can have anything to do with any religion. Well, namely Islam. It might have something to do with Christianity and white supremacy, but but hardly could any chance that it could possibly be Islam. So we, we shouldn't jump to any conclusion like that. What's that? Ah, I'm getting word that one of the passengers is streaming live video right now from their phone of what's going on in the cabin. We must warn you, we have no idea what kind of language or what's being done inside that cabin at the moment, but we will go to it right now, live. But I must stress, we can't jump to any conclusions about Islam in this case. Alright, we're going to the video. We're going to see what's going on and possibly video of the actual hijacker himself. What I do, I do in the name of Islam against the evil Satan of the United States of America and its injustices against Islam uh, uh, and to Allah and his prophet Muhammad. Again, we have no reason to believe this could have anything to do with Islam, despite what you may have heard or may not have heard. It's difficult to understand exactly what was said. Uh, this is uh, video from... Uh, this is not video from a journalist, so as far as we know, it's uh, just some random passenger taping this. Uh, so, oh, wait. Apparently there's something going on. They're seeing... We're gonna go to our... Sally Sue is on the scene at the airport. We're gonna go to Sally right now. Sally, what are you seeing? Uh, Wiener, there's another aircraft entering the scene. Despite the order from the Air Force that all of the aircraft detour from the area, there's something coming in, in scene. It's... It's kind of a crescent-shaped aircraft. Oh, I, man, look at oh, that. Oh, wait. I, I think, it is? I think oh, it's night-night's no. night jet. It's night-night. Yes, Sally Sue is correct, dear listener. Our heroes, Night Knight and Bubo, are on the scene flying in the crescent-shaped aircraft of the Night Knight jet. All right, stand by, Bubo. We're closing in. But what are we going to do? I mean, they're in the jet and we're in this jet. Don't worry, Bubo. I've got a plan for that as well. I'm going to link up the jet to the belly of the aircraft and then attach to it then we're going to cut through the bottom and crawl inside and attack the hijackers. I don't know. Is that going to work? Oh, yeah. I, I saw it in a movie once with uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, it'll work. Unidentified jet. This is the Air Force. You are to break off and divert to another airfield and land your craft. Or you will be fired upon. Oh, shit, night night. What are we going to do? Don't worry. I've got a little EMP for those guys. And suddenly, the night jet fires off electromagnetic pulses at the Air Force jets, robbing them of their electrical power and sending them to the ground. Fortunately, all the pilots escape by bailing out. However, their expensive aircraft crash down below and explode into fiery ruin. Anyway, left to their own devices, the night jet does indeed attach itself to the belly of the aircraft. <laughs> oh. A little rough. <laughs> it feels like we're shaking apart. All right. Now to get the laser cutter out. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm scared. Oh, no. What? What, what happened? <laughs> I beat my pants. Damn it, boo All right, here we go. All right, let's go. Let's get in. Uh, the night jet's breaking away. Oh, shit. Let's get the hell out of here. We gotta get upstairs. 
Oh, we gotta shut the door. But with all that noise, the hijacker, of course, is well aware that something's up and turns to see Night Night and Boobo enter the cabin. Oh, oh, who are you? I'm Night Night, and I'm about to bring you some Night Night American justice. Don't take another step. I will ignite the bomb. What bomb? All I see is you holding a little switch and a wire going down into your pants. Yes, the explosives are up my ass. <laughs> what? If you think I'm going to fall for that, you got another thing coming. A night-night thing. And suddenly, night-night rushes the would-be hijacker, kicking him in the ass. Oh! And, well, his ass does explode, ripping a hole in the side of the plane. Quickly, a spider, that cable. There. Uh, hold on, Boobo. Yeah, but night night, the plane's going down. <laughs> no, no, it can't end this way. No. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. If any of you are still alive back there, we're taking a little rough turbulence due to uh, the pressure. Uh, went right outside the side of the plane through a giant hole. Plus, there's another hole in the belly. Apparently, thanks to Anywho, we've decided to go ahead and land here at Cityopolis Airport. Uh, you will deplane and get on another plane that will take you to your original destination. Thank you for flying Icarus Airlines. Huh, all we gotta do is hold on, and then we'll make it. Screw that, Bubo. There's no way this plane's gonna keep together enough for our landing. We've gotta take our chances and bail out. Then, thus, with lightning speed, Night Night leaps through the gaping hole in the side of the plane. And that's simple. All I gotta do is use my amazing Night Night cape to form a glider wing. What? Oh! Oh, shit! It ripped right off of me! Oh, God! Wait, wait, wait. I gotta use my emergency parachute and my Night Night belt. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, God. Come on! There! There! Oh, got it! Oh, God! Oh, no, please! No, no, man, this way! No, no! no. There it goes! There! Oh, oh, please! There! And so, Night Night manages to break his fall to the airport grounds below, just barely, with his cheap, crappy little Night Night emergency parachute, which opens seconds before he actually hits the ground. So, he's pretty banged up. Meanwhile, the damaged plane does indeed land safely. However, most of the passengers were sucked out and splattered all over the city. Except for Boobo, who immediately runs away from the plane into the direction of the seemingly immobile Night Night. Night-night! Come on, Night-night! Get your lazy ass up, Night-night! Don't sit there and lay all day! We gotta get out of here! They're all mad at us and shit! What's going on? Ringing in my ears! Oh, God! Stop bitching, Night-night! Get your fat ass up! Look, there's Night-night. Let's go get that bastard. Look, there's Night-night. Boy, Night-night, you really made an ass of yourself. What? Ringing in my ears. Boobo, I can't hear what you're saying. I said you made an ass of yourself! Suddenly, responding to a pre-programmed signal device, the Nightcat has survived after all. 
It hovers over our two heroes, sending down ladders, which Bubo uses to collect the injured Night Knight, lifting them both into the plane. Despite Night Knight's screams of agony. Oh, 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 shut up! Come on, fat ass, get in the plane! And once inside the robot plane, on pre-programmed orders, returns them home to their secret night's lair. Thus ends another adventure of Night Night. This has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Well, I'm telling you, Mr. Cranston, there's some mighty queer things in these here swamps. If I was you, I wouldn't stay one second longer. Watch out. And now, it's time for that special report that's mighty queer. You know, I'm awfully fond of the AnthonyCumia.com podcast network. And not just for Anthony's show, no. Uh, The other shows, too. And one of my particular favorites uh, is the Gavin McGinnis show. But lately, some have complained that his show has become rather gay. Yeah, oftentimes you'll see Gavin's ass. And even his junk. Yeah. But I think the uh, solution to this would be to bring back more segments with his good friend, Mercedes Carrera. Yes, yes. She's an engineer. Oh, and and a porn star. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and it's not just because of her magnificent tits and that incredible, gorgeous ass. Oh, God, if you ever needed proof, there's a God. That thing is magnificent. But anyway, uh, she's uh, uh, quite the champion of the cause against these nasty social justice warriors, and so she's really uh, just a treat. And uh, but, but since uh, Gavin moved his show to mornings, uh, yeah, um, porn stars don't do mornings, you know? <laughs> so uh, maybe they should uh, tape some segments so they can have it on there, you know? So you can still have the happy endings with Mercedes Carrera, uh, because it's desperately needed. Yes, yes. So let's hope they do that. And speaking of social justice warriors and the fight that goes on to bring those assholes down, uh, there's another champion and frequent guest on the Gavin McGinnis Show, uh, Milo Ioannopoulos. Yes, yes. You can follow him on Twitter, at Nero. Of course, He's no longer verified. Yes, that's right. Because uh, of his right-wing beliefs, Twitter decided he needed to be punished. They said he didn't follow their rules or standards, whatever those are. (laughs) I mean, Twitter is quite the work of the devil. I mean, there's nasty sewage on there, literally. But uh, including uh, uh, accounts for ISIS, which uh, uses Twitter to recruit members to do their uh, dirty work all over the globe. Yeah, yeah, there's a woman suing Twitter over that. (laughs) 
But uh, don't worry, we're safe from uh, people like Milo and that uh, Chuck Johnson guy that they completely banned. So I guess this was like the first little warning shot at Milo. This is because Milo's quite effective and uh, really brilliant in his arguments, and uh, he's quite a good guy, and he's a flaming mo. <laughs> but, you know, hey, what are you going to do? And the way he explains it is God made him gay so that he could help defend uh, straight right-wing guys like me. You know, from uh, feminazis and stuff like that. And he does it very well. Yes. So, uh, Twitter kind of uh, showing that uh, whose side they're on, you know. And when you're a, a, a media company, a, a social media company that depends on uh, conversation and speech and communications, uh, seems like free speech would be right up your alley. But I guess not. So go follow Nero, uh, show your support for the guy, uh, and do the hashtag Je suis Milo, which a lot of people did already. It's not like the guy's hurting for followers. He's got quite a bit. Uh, and that's another strange thing. You'd think you would want to promote the people who have the most followers, you know, when you've got that many. You want people to come to Twitter. If you start shutting everything down that's popular, I don't know how that's going to work. Anywho, uh, so like I said, yeah, follow uh, Nero. He's a good guy. And yes, he's a flaming mo. But hey, so what? He's our flaming mo. So leave him alone and follow him at Nero. And also follow Mercedes Carrera. Uh, she's got two uh, uh, Twitter accounts. One that uh, doesn't have any of the nudie pictures. So anyway, you could follow her at the Mercedes XXX. Get it? Triple X. Tee hee, tee hee. That's where she'll post uh, some of her better visual work. Yes, yes. And then the other one, if you if you're not into that sort of thing, but you really do want to hear a champion against the social warriors, uh, you can find her at Based Milf. <laughs> anyway, so you listen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a right winger. If you're really conservative and want that kind of thing, look, we're gonna need allies, and people like this come in handy. They make their arguments well. And, uh, so anyway, like I said, with, uh, her, she has this other account you can follow if you don't want to see any porn pictures, because she doesn't post them on this one. But on the other one, if you don't care, <laughs> you jump right in. So anyway, Mercedes can solve Gavin's gay problem. And, uh, the other gay story for this, uh, inaugural Mighty Queer Report, <laughs> which I will use each time there's any kind of gay story I'm going to cover, uh, so anyway, yeah, show support for Milo and uh, Mercedes. Charlie. Yeah, but don't you forget what I said, Mr. Cranston. Mighty queer things in these here swamps. Mighty queer. So if I was you, I'd get out. And I'd get fast. Goodbye, all. Idiot. This has been the Mighty Queer Report. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Lozano and Friends. Eric Zorn from the Chicago Tribune. Yes. yes. This whole podcast thing is not new to you, right? I love podcasts. You're... I'm excited to hear about your network. Yeah. And uh, Well, it's I, not I think... my network. Let's make that clear. I'm just on the, the network. The network you're on. Yeah, network, I think yeah. you can say it's your network. Okay, I'll take you know, it. Yeah. But anyway, so, so I mean, I, I really think I, I think that in, in 10 years, 15 years, terrestrial radio is going to be just gone. Yeah. The people are going to say, I don't want to listen to what, you know, what they want me to listen to at this time. I want to listen to what I want to listen to. On-demand listening. It's, it's getting easier. 
easier and easier with all this technology we have. I think it's just yeah. the, it's the way it's going. And Mike Pesca has a good daily podcast on mm-hmm. Slate, and, and he makes the argument that most people don't listen on their iPods anymore. Most people don't have iPods right. anymore. They listen on their phones. They listen right. on all the various devices. And he just says it's radio. Because, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't say, well, if you're getting HBO, it's not television. If you, if you watch something on Netflix, it's not television. It's, it's television. So what, this, what we're doing here is radio. And it's just because it's delivered in, in a different medium doesn't mean it's not basically the same thing as radio. And the, and the, the term podcast, it sounds really weird to people. It sounds foreign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, they, and they don't get it. If you just say, I've got a radio show, well, what station is it on? Well, it's on Balsano.com. Right. No, that's, that's not a radio station. Well, yeah, it is a radio station because that's, that's what radio has become. Right. You are cutting edge, my oh, friend, and man. so am I. Would you come on my podcast? Would I come on your what? Lasano <laughs> <laughs> and Friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Where can you find the Bob Levy Show? It's in my ass. It's in my ass. <laughs> Bob, no, no, no. You can find The Bob Levy Show on iTunes and at Stitcher and... In my asshole. (laughs) Bob, stop, stop. No, you can find The Bob Levy Show at radiomisfits.com. So what are you waiting for? My asshole. Well, maybe that too. You know that other show Bob Levy has, Beauty and the Beast with the lovely Sahari Candela? Yes, that one. Well, on a recent episode, a back door was opened into some intimate secrets concerning Miss Candela. Because I don't feel like a woman should give all their best secrets right off jump. So you're saying no anal until the ring? No, I've done anal. Yes. But, see, but I don't think that you should do anal with everybody. No, it's a gift. It's it's a gift that should be given only to the great. Uh, and, and here's a, and here's the thing. So it's a gift. It's a gift given to. It's an, a gift, but I don't have a. I like. I'm not a person that hates it. I actually love it more than than penis you, and vagina. Oh my god! Are you serious? I, yeah, dead serious. Holy I don't think I, I like it more than that. But oh my god! I am. Dad, I, I am. Try, I'm squeezing my dick to keep it down right now. Stop it. <laughs> Oh, man. There is a God. (laughs) In space, no one can hear. I stand corrected. Hey, gang, it's Mr. Nelson again. Hey, you like sci-fi movies and outer space adventures? Well, now you can watch one with me. Our film is called Cosmos, War of the Planets. It was Italy's answer to Star Wars, but for some reason it just didn't catch on. Maybe it was the cheap special effects, or the below soap opera level acting, or maybe it was just the fact that the studio forgot to turn the damn lights on. Anyway, our sci-fi romp stars, John Richardson, who once had a shot at being James Bond, but he lost out to George Lazenby. Richardson just couldn't catch a break. I mean, it's one thing if you lose out to Sean Connery, or maybe even Roger Moore, but George Lazenby? <laughs> oh well. Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Cellfy.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. There you'll find all the films that I've graced with my smart-ass commentary. So again, head over to Cellfy.com slash Nelson. Then if you want to be a real fan, you can get your Cosmos War of the Robots t-shirt. 
Yes, all you have to do is head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. That's society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it'll be just that simple. There you'll find not just that Cosmos shirt, but plenty of other shirts that I've designed and other articles of art, like prints, mugs, and tumblers. You know, stuff like that. All kinds of goodies. <laughs> you can even find the Mr. Nelson Show t-shirt. That's right. And my own designs for the Bob Levy Show t-shirt. Yes, quite a few. Yes, it's all there. So head over to society6.com slash Mr. Nelson. All one word. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. You know, here at Wendy's, we're not all just about burgers and fries. We've got healthy meals here, too. Like salads. Well, uh, hey, Wendy. Would you mind tossing my salad? Well, sure, okay. I, hey, what? And don't be afraid to play the trombone, Wendy. You understand? <laughs> yes, eat healthy at Wendy's today. This is Night Night, and I'm here to tell you that you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for Perhaps, but maybe not. Human animal chimeras are gestating on U.S. research farms. Braving a funding ban put in place by America's top health agency, some U.S. research centers are moving ahead with attempts to grow human tissue inside pigs and sheep with the goal of creating hearts, livers, or other organs needed for transplants. The effort to incubate organs in farm animals is ethically charged because it involves adding human cells to animal embryos in ways that could blur the line between species. Last September, in a reversal of earlier policy, the National Institutes of Health announced it would not support studies involving such human-animal chimeras until it had reviewed the scientific and social implications more closely. The agency, in a statement, said it was worried about the chance that animals' cognitive state could be altered if they ended up with human brain cells. The NIH action was triggered after it learned that scientists had begun such experiments with support from other funding sources, including from California's state stem cell agency. The human-animal mixtures are being created by injecting human stem cells into days-old animal embryos, then gestating these in female livestock. We could make an animal without a heart. We have engineered pigs that lack skeletal muscles and blood vessels, said Daniel Gary, a cardiologist who leads a chimera project at the University of Minnesota. While such pigs aren't viable, they can develop properly if a few cells are added from a normal pig embryo. Gary says he's already melded two pigs in this way and recently won a $1.4 million grant from the U.S. Army, which funds some biomedical research to try to grow human hearts in swine. Because chimeras could provide a new supply of organs for needy patients and also lead to basic discoveries, researchers, including Gary, say they intend to press forward despite the NIH position. In November, he was one of 11 authors who published a letter criticizing the agency for creating a threat to progress that casts a shadow of negativity on their work. The worry is that animals might turn out to be a little too human for comfort, say, ending up with 
human reproductive cells, patches of people's hair, or just higher intelligence. We are not near the island of Dr. Moreau, but science moves fast. NIH ethicist David Resnick said during the agency's November meeting, The specter of an intelligent mouse stuck in a laboratory somewhere screaming, I want to get out, would be very troubling to people. The chance of an animal gaining human consciousness is probably slim. Their brains are just too different and much smaller. Even so, as a precaution, researchers working with farm animal chimeras haven't yet permitted any to be born, but instead are collecting fetuses in order to gather preliminary information about how great the contribution of human cells is to the animal's bodies. The word chimera comes from the creature of Greek myth, part lion, part goat, and part snake. Well, they're only using pigs and sheep. What's the problem? <laughs> so, will these half-human, half-animal creatures rise up and take over the world? Perhaps, but maybe not. Say, do you ever wish money would just fall in your lap? Yeah, a lot of us did when that Powerball hit a billion, huh? Yeah, I didn't win either. But, uh, every now and then something just comes out of nowhere. Like some of these messages I received on Skype from people who uh, want me to uh, connect with them. Uh, this one comes from Mary V. Dubia. Hmm. It says, Dear Sir Madam, Sorry for contacting you through the medium. It is the only way and means to reach you. And I pray my motive of contacting you we be given a genuine approval by the grace of God. I am Mary V. Dubia, originally from Congo, a refugee in Ghana. I have a consignment boxes too, presently in America with the United Nation Courier Services Department. It's supposed to be delivered to my late former beneficiary. Mr. Sing Young Chin. He died on the Malaysia, missing flight some months ago. All way and means to contact his family proved abortive. That the reason I am seeking to you to be my new ben newly beneficiary to receive the consignment boxes, me and my sick sister, who is suffering from cancer of the lungs in the refugee camp here in Ghana, is willing to offer you 45% for your assistance, 0.5% for any expensive... 50% for the family, for invest purpose in your country, and also I want to finish my schooling under your care. The total money inside the consignment boxes is 120 million US dollar, including 10 kilos of gold. The United Nations Courier Services Department did not know the content of the consignment boxes. I told the company it contained family belongings. You are not paying for the delivery. My late foreign beneficiary have paid for the delivery charges of 38900 We have to change all document to your names by the Federal High Court of Justice in Ghana. Immediately all original copies will be sent to you as the newly beneficiary, and also a copy of the document will be... We be sent to the United Nation Courier Services Department. Please help me. You have nothing to regret about. This transaction is 100% sure and risk-free. Me and my kid sister is dying in the refugee camp here in Ghana. Please help us. Hope to hear from you soon. Your sincerely, Mary Vanessa Dubia at gmail.com. Mary V. Dubia for the family. What do you think, huh? 
Think I oughta, oughta get in on that deal? Oh well, probably gonna pass on that. Sounds a bit dubious, Miss Dubia. Yeah. But, wait! After that one, I got another message. And this one actually kinda knew my name. Well, let's see how this scheme, I mean, uh, financial opportunity pans out. Uh, it reads, uh, Dear Mr. Douglas, Special greetings to you. I am Mr. Suvo Sarkar, General Manager, Retail Banking and Wealth Management Emirates, NBD Bank in the United Arab Emirates. I write you this proposal in good faith, hoping that I will rely on you in a business transaction that require absolute confidentiality and of great interest and benefit to our both families. In 2005, one Mr. Peter Douglas, an Emirate citizen whose surname is same as yours, well, no. <laughs> Douglas is my first name. But anyway, uh, is same as yours and has your country in his file as his place of origin. Made a fixed deposit for 108 calendar months, valued at $30 million with my bank. I was his account officer before I rose to the position of managing director. The maturity date for his deposit contract was 27th of September 2010. Sadly, Mr. Douglas was among the death victims in the May 26, 2006 earthquake in Indonesia that left over 4,500 people dead while he was there on business trip. Since the last quarter of 2010 until today, the management of my bank has been finding means to reach him so as ascertain if he will roll over the deposit or have the contract sum withdrawn. When I discover that this will happen, I have tried to think up a procedure to preserve this fund and use the proceeds for business. Some directors here have been trying to find out from me the information about this account and the owner, but I have kept it closed because I know that if they become aware that Mr. Peter is, is late... <laughs> They will corner the funds for themselves. Therefore, am seeking your cooperation to present you as the one to benefit from the, the, from his fun at his death, since you have the same name. <laughs> so that my bank headquarters will pay the funds to you. I have done enough inside bank arrangement, and you only have to put in your details into the information network in the bank computers and reflect you as his next of kin. If you concur with this proposal, I intend for you to retain 50% of the funds while 50% shall be for me. Anticipating your soonest response to my email, suvonbd547 at gmail.com. Thanks! Mr. Suvo Sarkar, General Manager, Retail Banking and Wealth Management, Emirates, NBD Bank. <laughs> well, Mr. Sarkar, I think I'll pass on that one, too. Oh, well, maybe something else will come around. Anywho, I guess it's time to turn out the lights here at uh, RadioMisfits.com and bring this episode of the Mr. Nelson Show to a close. Oh, and by the way, this is episode 17. Anyway, uh, I did catch the GOP debate on Fox Business News, eh, but I fell asleep before it was over. Uh, uh, Trump and Cruz went back at each other. Uh, I think uh, Christie and Bush were supposed to fight with Rubio, but... 
pretty much it was just Christy and Rubio because Bush just kind of flailed around. I, I honestly don't know what he's doing there. And that was about it. Oh, and before I go, uh, I don't have time to fix this ad that I ran. I ran an ad for my T-shirts. Uh, it's all fine and everything, but I said Cosmos War of the Robots. It's Cosmos War of the Planets. That's the film that I did. There is another film by the same people that I'm working on and will be forthcoming, and there will be a t-shirt based on the artwork I'm doing for it. But it is called War of the Robots, hence the confusion. Anyway, glad I cleared that up. So, good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.